Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Monday edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric Lindquist, joined with my buddy Rin Pack, and I would tell you how many games there are, but I'm so mad at Luke Walton that I'm not even positive here at this given time. Rin Pack, how are you? Well, uh, I can I completely understand your frustrations uh, with Luke Walton. That was pretty much a coaching notes disaster from going from doubtful to starting and uh, kind of ruining our projected value in this short period of time. Where late swapping kind of burned us. Uh, it's uh, it sucks. Honestly, it sucks. And um, blank Luke Walton. That guy's an utter disaster. So on Saturday, uh, because we're we're going to catch up on the weekend quick, let's do a little play by play of Luke Walton on Saturday. He says that Marvin Bagley's on a quote limits minute. I don't know how you can play thirty five minutes and be on a minutes limit. That seems. I don't know, nonsensical. And then Sunday, uh, closer to doubtful for Rajon Holmes. Closer to doubtful, which means, of course, he's in the starting lineup and going to play because, of course, that was going to happen. I don't know. Maybe it was just that I was taking such a stand on Bielitsa. Uh, I, I was. I had an idea that maybe Bagley would sit considering he played 35 minutes, but I guess, you know, just he doesn't matter to them, so just throw him out there again for another 30 minutes tonight. So be it. So... Hopefully you all didn't get burned as badly as I did by such things. Uh, go Bobby Portis. Go Brooke Lopez. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Anywho, uh, let's get right to it today. Um, before we get going, hit hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo is going live. Rin Pack, are you ready to rock? Let's rock. All right, good. I promise I'll be in a better mood now because I'm not looking at my screenshots every five seconds to... To know how bad everything is. Uh, let's go. Luka Doncic, 11,400 up against these Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, a date with John Morant is generally a good thing to have for any point guard, let alone, you know, probably one of the, if not the uh, best point guard in the league. So I'm pretty excited about Luka Doncic. 11,400. Uh, Damian Lillard, 10,900. That is the biggest tag we've seen over at, at DraftKings for him. But I guess he's earned it with three straight 60-plus games at a 79 spot in the middle of it, coming off of 66 against Washington. Yeah, Damian Lillard makes a lot of sense. And then LeBron James, 11,400, gets Washington. He hasn't been nearly as good as we were kind of hoping with this post-AD deal. Uh, 33 and 37 minutes the last two, but only 51 and a half and 45.75. When you're paying 10K plus in tournaments, you're looking for 60 plus out of your 10K, dude. So talk to me about this top end of point guard. Well, we got LeBron over there in DK with Dame Lillard, Luca, Three guys who can put up north of 70 fantasy points. Uh, based off matchup, I think LeBron has the best matchup, 10-4 versus Washington. 
I know uh, he's been disappointing without AD the last two times. I think uh, if you were to look at projections, many of them sometimes had him north of 60. He's just not shooting that efficiently. 7-21 last time out was pretty disappointing against the finals uh, rematch versus the Heat. Kind of was kind of a ghost in that fourth quarter when they really needed him. Had an amazing steal there. Uh, passed to Caruso. Caruso missed the uh, t- tough contested uh, two-point jumper at the end. But LeBron at 10-4, I like him quite a bit versus Washington. I think I'm going to still have to have him projected higher than LeBron, uh, Lillard and Luka in this, because of that matchup. Uh, over there in FanDuel, obviously, LeBron is not a point guard over there. Uh, we got Chris Paul, 7,500 in the mid-tier. Other mid-tier options to consider in the, on FanDuel, John Moran, $7,200. Uh, I like that quite a bit versus Dallas. I think Morant is uh, someone who's been disappointing, I, I want to say, this year overall. I think uh, people thought he'd uh, perform much better. Granted, he had a quite a bit of an injury. Morant has played Dallas twice uh, in his career so far, and he has not crossed more than 30 fantasy points. I want to say that's going to change tomorrow. Uh, nothing really on Dallas scares me for Morant. I think Morant can find a way to get his 7,500 versus Dallas on DK. I like that play quite a bit. SGA, who has shooting guard eligible, uh, point guard eligibility and shooting guard eligibility on DK, 8,400 versus Miami. I think it might be quite popular popular option to go to. Mike Conley uh, has returned for the Utah Jazz. Uh, I think 6K on DK is nice, and 5,600 on Fando definitely sticks out to me. Uh, that kind of rounds out the point guard at the first look at some prices that stick out to me. Uh, what's your opinion on uh, our um, Alex Baker's twin, Alex Caruso, $3,600 on FanDuel. Is that somewhere we could go down to pay down to? You can. I don't think I will. I think there's just so many guys with a ceiling. And we've seen these last three games, uh, 16th, 18th, 20th here, I believe, uh, that he's he's gotten a little bit of increased run. Uh, hasn't really resulted in anything. 16.9, 19.5, and 5.2 in that Miami game. Uh, legitimately didn't have a bucket, but he's taking the last shot of the game. So that's an exciting proposition. So when you can have a non-scorer take the last shot of a game, you got to do it. Uh, given he was double teamed, I understand why you probably gave up that pass. We're not going to get into that for LeBron. Uh, it's LeBron James. I think if we question him at this point, like, that's just absurd. Uh, kind of in this mid-range, we saw Kendrick Nunn go absolutely ballistic, played 39 minutes against a, a Lake, the Lakers, would generally be a tough matchup, you would think. Put up 45.5. Uh, Goran Dragic will continue to be out. I think you can take some shots. That doesn't feel necessarily like point chasing for me. Uh, I, I would be okay getting to a little bit there. Uh, Ish Smith's going to continue to be out for Washington. I guess for me, the main thing I want to ask you, because I, I'm selfish and I want to know things for my lineups too. So you said John Morant. How about these top end of point guards? Uh, because there's so many. So Donovan Mitchell is 8,700. There's four point guards that are eligible. 11,400 Doncic, uh, 10-9 Lillard, 10-4 James, and then Russell Westbrook, 10-1. What's your priority of those four on DraftKings? On DraftKings, I think I'm going to find the money to get up to LeBron James, uh, 10-4. Uh, I think I feel pretty certain about the four there, uh, and I think there's potential for more than 70 fantasy points against Washington specifically. Uh, I know uh, Luka and Lillard have great similar ceilings like him, but I think I'm going to try to ride LeBron until AD comes back, and I think he's going to start performing a little bit better. I think those uh, uh, fantasy production will be a little bit better. I think they're going to need to rely on Quite a bit. I mean, the Lakers team have lost back-to-back. They've lost three or four. They barely got past OKC in those two overtime games. They simply have not been playing really good basketball. The team misses AD quite a bit on both ends of the court, and that's an obvious option. Um, 
the defense has been kind of average. Nothing as great as it was last year. I think it uh, obviously will be better when AD returns, but I, I think go back to your question against LeBron James for me. Nice. Yeah, I guess he came like a, a rebound and an assist away from triple doubles. I mean, if he gets those two, it looks a lot better in the box score too. You would be looking at more ownership. But yeah, maybe maybe a tiny bit of an ownership decrease. However, he is small forward eligible, so maybe not. However, yeah, I, I definitely like him. Uh, 11-4 is just crazy to see for Luka Doncic as well. That's a big, big number on DraftKings. I do I do think we missed a key, uh, key uh, player in uh, the point guard spot, uh, John Wall. Uh, someone who's taking yeah, on Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, keep in mind there's no Oladipo tomorrow. He's that doubtful. Eric Gordon will play. DeMarcus Cousins, they, I want to put an asterisk by his name. There's something going on in Houston where Houston said there will be parting ways, but they will be playing him tomorrow. So we should see what will happen. But John Wall versus Chicago, I will take my chances with Wall versus Chicago quite a bit. He played them in the preseason. I think it was his first game back, um, the first game of the preseason for him. He looked electric then. Uh, I think John Wall could definitely carve his way to a north of 50 fantasy point game against the Chicago team, and I like that price tag at 8K. John Wall is someone who uh, is playing mid-30 minutes, and I'll take mid-30 minutes against the Chicago matchup for sure. Beautiful. Going to shooting guard. Uh, Bradley Beal, 9,900 over on DraftKings. Zach Levine, 9,500, who, I mean is a fantasy monster. His true shooting numbers are just absurd on the year. Uh, the guy is shooting the ball in an absolute elite level. Uh, I don't know if you've realized such things, but my God, do I think he is so good at fantasy basketball? Uh, maybe Levinas, shooting, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Lavina's done this uh, in his Chicago year since he's been there. He really chases that all-star coaches boat uh, stretch. He did that last year. Obviously the, the game was in Chicago. It made a lot of sense for him to chase it. But now, chasing it even more and i think he's earned a spot these numbers have been through the roof uh it's been it's been great to see this guy's game really elevate obviously left cat and wiggins uh when he got traded away for butler but kate overcame an acl injury he looks great i think the offense is obviously electrifying for zach levine i think that price tag is pretty high and i think we can take some shots with him yeah, I, I definitely do too. And then Donovan Mitchell, 8,700. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, 8,400. Looked awfully nice. Uh, good things were happening there. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I like this top end of shooting guard. It's going to be, um, I mean, Bradley Beal's in the toughest matchup out of everybody, but Mitchell up against Charlotte. That's exciting. Shea Gilgis against Miami. Uh, Miami's playing a little bit quicker, but like, yeah, it's not the greatest matchup, but he's the only guy there. So that's super exciting to me. Uh, could be looking at Horford resting on the end of the back to back as well. Uh, obviously we don't have that news. I love speculating just like I love Luke Walton. Uh, talk to me about shooting guard some more. Yeah. And I think, um, going back to that Chicago Houston matchup, uh, Eric Gordon, 6,300 versus, um, the Chicago team. No Oladipo, I think is definitely an option to consider in because I think it's pretty solid value the way things stand right now. Over there in FanDuel, SGA 7,500. I like that quite a bit. Eric Gordon's 5,300 over there on FanDuel. I like that price tag. It's going to be tough to pay up for Levine and Beal with this solid value, especially Mitchell, 8,300. I think that's solid savings. Devin Booker versus his Portland matchup. I know the last three games have been pretty disappointing. He played um, – he's done well against Portland in the past. The last three times he played him has scored north of 47 fantasy wins. Grand was without Chris Paul. I think uh, Devin Booker, 7,700 on FanDuel makes for a great play. Uh Spend down options, I think, uh, in GVPs, you can get get a little, get some value with Talon Horton Tucker. Uh, 
Taylor Horn Tucker at that price, 3,900. I know the minutes have been 28 and 17. I would like him to play mid-20s minutes. And against Washington, I think anyone can be really be in place. Uh, I like THD in, in GPPs for sure. Uh, outside of that, man, there's some solid studs to pay up for, and he kind of sticks out on FanDuel over there in DK. Some spend-down options. Uh, I think Tim Hardaway Jr. is $4,400 versus Memphis. He's one of those guys who's streaky. The last three games have been as ugly as it can get for him, but he can put up 30 fantasy points. He uh, can get hot from three. That's his game. So 4400 is one of the cheaper price tags. You'll see Tim Hardaway Jr. all year long. I think it's a good spot to buy low versus Memphis. I like that price tag over there and drafting specifically for him. Speaking of price tags that we like, how about Terry Rozier at 7300 over on FanDuel at shooting guard only? That is exciting for me for a guy who's going to play 40 minutes. Devontae Graham is doubtful. Uh, fire that up. Another guy who just, just, just like a second ago got added to the injury report. Tyler Hero is, uh, he sounds like he's questionable against OKC. So um, we kind of know as as far as like value goes, like maybe Gabe Vincent, whatever. It's not a super enticing spot. I'm not going to take any Iguodala shots. I know that. Um, but something where you can maybe have a little bit more interest in the Kendrick Nunn, where I believe he would be, is he shooting guard on there as well? Nope, just point guard only. So I lied. Never mind. Moving on. Uh, anything else you want to discuss at shooting guard? Shooting guard? Um, I think uh, uh, taking shots at uh, 35 minutes of KCP could be nice against Washington. Keep in mind, those minutes uh, are nice. KCP is someone who has an upside in him. I expect him to get more shot volume without Anthony Davis. It ha- it wasn't there last time. He only went three or five from the field and put up 24 fantasy points. So Hopefully KCP can get some more shot while we pay out that price tag. Outside of that, no, I think we should hop right over to the small forward spot. Agreed. Uh, before we get over there, gotta, jump on over to awesome.com slash join NBA. Uh, take, take a look at all the packages that we have going between the game plan videos, between the projections, between the boom bust tool, which I cannot say enough good things about uh, the, the number of things. It was dead on on Dennis Smith Jr. If you play Dennis Smith Jr., uh, make sure you check out the bum, boom bust tool. That is like the number one situation that, uh, that Alex Baker just nailed today. Uh, as a Detroit Piston fan, I suppose he maybe had a little bit of an edge and insight into it there. But uh, a fourth-string New York Knicks point guard, uh, former point guard, I suppose. Uh, shocking that he would fail in a spot for the Pistons. But uh, shout-out to the Boom Bust Tool and Alex Baker's ability to be able to call something like that, which was just uh, – it was it was the difference maker on this slate. Uh, so if you want difference makers on every single slate from here on out, make sure you head over to awesome.com slash join NBA and stop guessing and start winning. Uh, getting to the top end of small forward, we'll jump on over to FanDuel. Uh, LeBron James sitting at that top end, 10,400. The aforementioned, obviously, uh, Rinpak loves him. That is good enough for me. Uh, I cannot possibly po- poke holes in LeBron James against a Washington Wizards team without Anthony Davis. Uh, Jimmy Butler, 9,200, who all he does is put up 40-plus fantasy points a game. At 9,200, though, the last three, we're seeing it start to level out. Miami's just been playing really good in general I think that's part of the the deal is that hasn't seen those 37 40 minutes that we saw against the Clippers and then Golden State in that overtime game so uh the last last two I mean Jimmy Butler's kind of like put the hammer down but hasn't necessarily showed completely up in the box score for a 9200 guy Kyle Anderson is the third highest ranked small forward on the slate tomorrow 7200 
what planet are we on where Kyle Anderson is 7,200? Is he this good coming off of 22.7 against Detroit? Uh, that's not great, but I guess in 26 minutes did up put, did put up 50.5. Can you pay 7,200 for Kyle Anderson? 28 minutes probably of Kyle Anderson. You can pay it. You don't need to pay it. You maybe That's the should. right answer. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think you can definitely take your chances with it. You can save $100 in Gordon Hayward's return to the Jazz. He's going to be playing at Utah. Um, I like that price tag for Gordon Hayward. He's been just super consistent all year long, has been very good. Um, solid, solid um, uh, uh, games from Gordon Hayward all year long. Obviously, LeBron 10 4 on Fandle, probably going to be one of my favorite spend up options on the slate. Other options to consider. Uh, it's kind of ugly outside of that, man. I mean, you're going to have to pick and choose with guys from like Dorian Finney-Smith in terms of value, Denzel Valentine, they're down there. Bogdanovich is 5,600. That's a little bit more expensive than we've seen him all year long. Uh, Duncan Robinson's 4,500, very shooting dependent. Mikhail Bridges is 5,500. That's a bit much higher price tag, but it's against Portland. I think that's a spot we can go to. Josh Richardson's 4,700. We know what he needs to do to get there. He needs those defensive um, peripherals for us to, for him to really pay off. Outside of that, man, LeBron and Gordon Hayward, and then ugh, on Fanduel, it's that's how it is. But over there in DK, LeBron has small forward eligibility. Taylor Horton Tucker, thirty-seven hundred dollars. I like that. Tim Hardaway Jr. is forty-four hundred, and Gordon Hayward is also seventy-one hundred dollars on DK. Those are some nice options to definitely consider. I think. Uh, Sterling Brown is 4,100. He's someone who's a GVP only type of play. Nothing about him is very exciting to play just because, like, he just needs to really get going off the bench. Or if he gets extended run due to foul trouble in the starters, he can definitely pay off. But it's LeBron, and then it's everyone else for me over in the small forward position on both sides right now. Yeah, small forward is garbage outside of Gordon Hayward and LeBron. I, I expect those two to garner a lot, a lot of the ownership over on, on FanDuel. The problem is you do have to find some cheaper guys to play at some of these positions. Like, we like paying up at point guard. We like paying up at shooting guard. Uh, shooting guard, I think there are a couple of decent options there at the bottom end. Uh, more so, like, you know, Eric Gordon, 5,300, seems like he sticks out. Joe Ingles is now shooting guard for some reason, but probably maybe not there. Taylor Horton Tucker, we both liked as a GPP guy over there at 3,900. So there's a little bit of savings there. Some of these guys in the mid-range, like David Nawaba, I would take some shots on without John or without uh, Victor Oladipo there. Played 40 minutes against Washington two games again, uh, two games ago, and that was the one Oladipo was also out. And then the 24 against or with Philly there uh, put up 27.5. I wouldn't mind taking a couple of shots on him at 5100. Uh, then we've also seen Garrett Temple uh, get inserted into the starting lineup for the Bulls. I put up 28.3 in a revenge narrative against Sacramento, if you will. Garrett Temple, if you play for every team in the NBA, can you have a revenge narrative? Or I guess maybe Sacramento's the one that comes to mind. Maybe he hasn't played for that many teams, but I feel like he has. Uh, and then Derek Jones, 46. Oh, go, go ahead. Yeah, he's played for quite a bit of teams. I think off the top of my head, he's played for Washington, the Nets, the Bulls, obviously. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's one of those guys that I think he's a great teammate. He's like kind of a wanted uh Locker room guy, more or less. 
Nice. Well, then I feel very, very smart. Uh, I would say the one thing that does throw a wrench into any Kyle Anderson interest whatsoever, Justice Winslow, is playing basketball again. How nice it is. Play 21 minutes right out of the gate, actually. 3,900, you could do worse than, you know, some Justice Winslow in your life. So just giving you some punt options down here because we do like to punt small forward. We talk about it a lot. I don't want to have my winning 100K screenshot where I punt small forward to not get discussed on the Slate Starter podcast. So just throwing that out there. And then Derek Jones is going to be very popular, 46. Coming off of 30, 31 minutes, the last two, 31.8 and 36.9. So I expect him to be a popular pairing with either Hayward or LeBron James. Would you agree? And then we'll move on. Yeah, I do think he's popular. And I, nothing about a popular Derek Jones Jr. Uh, excites me against this, I'd say, tough Phoenix Suns matchup. They've been very good all year long. So I I would I'd be willing to take some chances in pivoting off that ownership, especially on FanDuel, where Get a roster two, and it's a lot easier to jump on uh, bad ownership at times. Love it. Going to power forward, top end. Uh, Bam at a bio, 8,900 over on FanDuel. Going to be your most expensive power forward over there. Uh, Porzingis is going to be 8,500 over on DraftKings. So he'd be the next one there, or the first one listed there. But then you have you've just kind of like a spread out power forward position. I think this is going to be an important one to get right because there's nobody really to pay up for other than Bam, 8,900. Kristaps Porzingis, 7,800. And then Robert Covington, the same way, this third guy off the list. Uh, Kyle Anderson, 7,200 over at, on FanDuel. Robert Covington is 7K. Robert Covington is starting to play some serious basketball. 42.7, 40.1, 42.3, playing huge minutes for the Portland Trailblazers. Starting to get involved, getting boards left and right. 11, 8, 9 the last three. Uh, Really kind of like stepping in. He's playing a lot more of Carmelo Anthony's minutes. Just basically doing everything for this basketball team uh, the way that we kind of expected him to once he got out of the gate a little bit slower. Uh, Wish I was riding this price tag a little bit more to the top. I haven't been. Uh, Do you have any interest in Robert Covington? And we'll work our way down and 7k pop cub is it's a lot for him but he's one of those handle specific guys where those stocks come in hand and he's one of those guys who can get five to six stocks a game i'm willing to jump off of that now 7k seems a bit too high for me I, i'd be willing to find those extra 800 to pay up for porzingis much higher ceiling i think spending uh saving 1200 going to a basely basley works out well Isaiah Roby could definitely play, keep in mind the Horford situation, 4,600 on FanDuel. Jay Crowder is also 4,600. And Royce O'Neal is not exciting, but 4,600. That's significant savings off of Covington, where I, not to say, I, I would still say Porzingis has the highest ceiling among all those guys I just mentioned. Uh, Covington just seems like he can fail a lot easier at that price tag. And it's it, 7K is a lot, quite a bit on FanDuel. I think Kuzma versus Washington. I like that much better than Covington, 5,700. I know he's someone, he played better. He had a nice run there in the game. Took 21 shots. 21 shots, Kuzma, I will take that. Not someone who I'm actively trying to play, but given the situation the Lakers are presented with, I think we can definitely consider that. On a bio, 8,900, yeah, could be the uh, highest scoring power forward on the uh, on Fano, very uh, important factor there. Over there in DK, Curious, uh, Baisley is 5,600. Uh, yeah, that's a fine price tag. Bogdanovich, 5,300. Uh, could get hot from three versus Charlotte. Especially the three-point bonus is pretty key over there in DK. Kelly Olenek, if you're looking for a spend-down option, is only 4,500. Uh, Porzingis is expensive there, 8,500. Uh, I'm not sure how, if I would be willing to pay that much over there in DK, but I think taking some shots against Memphis with Porzingis is fine. Gordon Hayward, $7,100. Uh, sign me up versus Utah. 
at Utah. I like that price tag with his proper eligibility. Uh, and then Maxi Kleba on both sides. I think Kleba is 3,900 on FanDuel. Uh, I like that as a great savings play over there. And uh, 4,300 on DK. I know he's not exciting, but the minutes are kind of nice. Sometimes he plays north of 30 minutes. Uh, last time he played only mid 20s. Uh, one of those guys who could get a backdoor double double, um, 10 and 10 at that price tag. I think we can take it on this uh, size of a slate. Love it. And I I want to just throw it out there because I don't know if Al, Al Horford's going to play on the second end of a back-to-back. So Isaiah Roby would be somebody that would stick out to me as well. Uh, Oklahoma City, I guess they do have Muscala there. Uh, he hasn't burned me not playing him before, but if there's going to be reduced ownership at all there, um, just something to keep track of. We, we This slate doesn't start until 8 o'clock on the East Coast, so uh, we got a long time to wait for injury news. Hopefully we have almost all of it coming into it, or you know, sometimes I hope that we don't. In this case, if it's Luke Walton, uh, he's not on the slate. I don't have to worry about that. So Washington Lakers, uh, the 10 o'clock nightcap, uh, everything's going. It's a pretty tight window. So five to seven out here on the West Coast. We're going to be watching basketball or setting up our lineups and nice, easy little uh, slate to be able to throw some stuff together and not have to uh, not have to sit around our computer for too long. But I just wanted to throw him out there as well. Anybody else at power forward? No, I just want to say, fingers crossed, no one feels uh, sick in the locker room and decides not to play the game. Uh, shout out to Steph Curry. Uh, Didn't even bring that up. Another thing to tell me, I had 29%, and he was like 16 or 17% owned. Uh, there were some sites where I had north of 50, so I feel, oh, uh, I feel way worse for you. I, <laughs> let's let's be serious. Uh, B so, team, A team. B, or, hang on, which way do I point? B team, A team. There we go. There it is. But I, I think we can uh, run up the slate starter pod with a center stop. Let's do that. Uh, Fanduel again. There's there's not a huge cap on these on these power forward and center positions. Uh, Eighty one hundred is your most expensive center. It's Rudy Gobert, who we know the upside that he can present in certain spots. Uh, basically, splitting those minutes with Derek Favors two thirds, one third, like literally perfectly. Uh, won't get over thirty two minutes, but in those thirty two minutes, he can go absolutely ballistic, like we saw against the Clippers two games ago. Next next game against the Clippers, thirty three point five, not nearly as nice, but uh, makes for a decent spend up option there. 7,500, uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Saw those minutes drop down to 25. They got blown up, like, from what I remember. I'm not going to read too much into that. They got ran out of the gym by the Suns, who were playing really, really good basketball. Uh, so, against Dallas, 7,500. I, I don't see a ton of resistance there. I, I could I could definitely take some GPP shots on him there. And then Ennis Kanner, 6,900 up against the Suns that I just spoke about. Uh, put up 39.1 against Washington. This is not Washington. This is a bigger body, DeAndre Ayton in the middle, uh, a team that's playing well defensively. 6900 is a little bit of a price increase, but nothing like crazy. And then I guess I should rope, rope him in because he played 36 minutes against Philly. But also, we don't know if he's going to be a part of Houston's future whatsoever. Probably not, considering they said that uh, they were possibly going to withhold him. And now he's playing, I guess, on Monday. DeMarcus Cousins, 6400 Talk to me about center. Let's start with Boogie Cousins. So, Steven Silas and the Houston front office, I think, can obviously take this two ways. They could uh, play in limited minutes or they can use this game against Chicago as a showcase event and try to get some sort of value from it. Now, what they're going to do, I have no damn clue. Uh, but $6,400 booking <laughs> so Cousins, if, if, it's a, uh, if it's a showcase event for him, yep. I will be definitely very interested. I'm going to say 30 minutes was... of Boogie Cousins in a showdown event where it's like, here's our guy. Enjoy him on your team for the low, low price of a, a first-round uh, non-protected. Something like that. 
Yeah, I, I'd be shocked if they could even get a first round. Pick yeah, I was going to say second, and then that's that felt right. But also, I was like, if you're a contender, there it's the 25th pick. Who really cares? Like, yeah, I, nice. it's all off the top of my head. It's tough to see him where he's going to fit. There are a lot of good big men in the league right now. The Lakers. And, the Lakers. Yeah, he was on was the team gonna, last year. That makes a lot of sense. Lakers I mean, are the all- obvious front runners, but that's just me. We'll see if that ends up working out. Uh, but uh, going to the panel, the center position, obviously, uh, opportunity cost is always uh, there in the center spot. If you're building multiple lineups, there is a lot of merit to spread out that center, uh, uh, your center ownership, especially tomorrow. No one really sticks out to me. Obviously, uh, I like Gobert 8,100. We know what he could do. I think DeAndre Ayton at 6,400 versus Enos Cannon defense. I think could definitely eat that up. If he doesn't uh, get any foul trouble or doesn't get benched for his defense, uh, I think that's fine. Paying down for Kelly Olenek seems like a nice thing to do. Uh, Mark Gasol's playing more minutes. I know it's not exciting, but if Gasol's going to play mid-20s minutes versus Washington, I'm, as a, like a sub-5% GPP play, it could be considered. Uh, Ian Scanner, 6900 Very nice price tag for him. I think uh, he can uh, definitely... Uh, be out there if he doesn't get any foul trouble versus Aiden over there in DK. Rudy Gobert is only seven thousand four hundred dollars. Uh, it's a pretty appealing price tag. Adebayo and Porzingis have center eligibility. Center eligibility there eight eight eighty five hundred respectively. Aiden is sixty nine hundred. Valanciunas seventy two hundred. A lot of so many good centers on the slate. I really like Valanciunas to price tag versus Dallas. I think people might shy away from him, and I think we can definitely consider him over there. I think. Uh, Gobert, especially on DK, probably stands out to me at that price. I, I think he's just so safe with minutes. He's not getting in foul trouble anymore like he was in the early, early in his career. He's affecting the game now on both ends of the court, really. So it's really impressive what Gobert can do. And then uh, Boogie Cousins also 6,400. Keep just reading to the notes, see what pregame notes are out there on Boogie Cousins. It's been a very strange 72 hours, I want to say, with him in the uh, Houston front office. Mm-hmm. It's been a strange Houston front office all year long, so... Uh, proceed with caution, but if it's a showcase event, sign me up. Gosh, it's going to be such a pain in the ass tomorrow. It's going to be awful. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr., can I interest you in a 5,300 Wendell Carter Jr. against DeMarcus Cousins in said showcase event? Uh, 5,300 over there. On FanDuel, you're looking at 5,400. I kind of weirdly expect him to get some ownership at that number. You're getting a discount off of some of these other guys that are much more expensive. Uh, Harold did just play a lot more minutes, played 23. Uh, and then the Lakers just, I don't know, they decided he was playing too well or something. Uh, got to 36.5 on FanDuel, couldn't let him keep going. So I, I don't know, against this Washington team, I would I would have interest. But the minutes kind of scare the crap out of me. But Wendell Carter Jr., uh, for the win, to close out the Slate Starter podcast, yay or nay? May. Mm, uh, if it, I'd be really, I'd be really That's worried so if he's going to go against the motivated Boogie Cousins. It's kind of one of the scariest things to go up against. But fifty three hundred dollars, Ben Carter Jr., someone who I think has a lot of talent, just needs to find his way to stretch and stay healthy more than north of twenty five games in a row. I just feel like he's caught such a bad break over there in Chicago with the injuries. But I like it. 5,300. Carter Jr. has had games where he's put up high 30 fantasy points. And that's if that's his upside, and at that price, like, I think we should be interested if his ownership, his projected ownership will come in low. At, um, I think definitely a spot to take your t- chances with uh, Wendell Carter for sure. 
35 plus on FanDuel, lock it in. Uh, go to the bottom bar and tell me if you agree with me. Uh, yes or no on Wendell Carter, 35 is the over-under that we're going to go. Uh, he played 33 minutes against Sacramento. That's a little bit of your cheat, but uh, definitely with Laurie Markkinen in, uh, or excuse me, with Laurie Markkinen out uh, for however long this duration has been, they've ramped up Wendell Carter here pretty quickly in the last four games that he's been back. So I have some interest there. Uh, anything that you want to say to finish us out, Rimpak? No, thanks so much for starting your Monday DFS day with us. Uh, make sure to check out Eric's plethora uh, of articles, video content that he has. Catch him on all the shows. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for the support, and uh, please do leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Those do mean a lot, and we've been appreciative of all the ones that you guys have submitted so far. Uh, check out our awesome NBA for all the NBA news and main handle for all our content throughout the day. Thanks so much, guys. I'm in a much better mood than I was when we started this thing. So that's that's really all I can ask for. Love uh, putting this content together for you guys. Uh, definitely hit that like button on the way out if you're watching us on YouTube. That is all I got for today. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's try to improve upon the weekend. I will say that. Uh, until later, guys. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye.